We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go, Friday Night Knicks. Knicks lose another tough battle to the Toronto Raptors by the score of 118 and 112. CP from Knicks Fan TV, my man Jay Ellis from Nick at Time Show. Jay Ellis is this game almost had the same tone as the first game in Toronto where the Knicks came out to that hot start. Raptors got what well, ice cold. Raptors bench yeah. came in and, and led yeah. the way. And uh and they the, the the Knicks came out of the half down six points. Raptors were able to bump it up to 10 in the fourth quarter, man. But the Knicks battled. Mm-hmm. The Knicks battled back to eventually tie the game. We just could not close it, man. What what happened down the stretch? What did you see down the stretch? Why we couldn't get this thing done, man? Oh, man, good game overall. But I, I felt like the second unit in the third quarter let go of the rope a little bit yeah the, the, the defensive pressure of the right and, and the first half they had it going but second second half they didn't yeah, yeah i seen some people on people kind of debating no yeah the the, the, the the first half the second unit kept the lead uh they, i mean i think they they had they were up by 10 when the second unit came in uh, when the second unit left they had it they were up by eight and but the third quarter is when raptors put their foot on the second unit's necks yeah People kind of look like they didn't know where to pass the ball. I saw some few turnovers from Frank was indecisive. Uh, uh, Portis, it was, it was kind of a little of a group effort there from that second unit. But um, Knicks kept it interesting, that's for sure. Knicks man. kept it interesting behind 21 points by whole team dot. Damian Dotson. And we're going to get to his end of the game, uh, you know, breakdowns. But listen. It, it it wouldn't have gotten to that point if he if he didn't have another solid game in a solid second half. I mean, Dotson yeah, once again, twenty one points, um, yeah. solid solid game from Dot. Man, what would you see from him out there tonight? This is the Dot I've been waiting for, man. This is the Dotson I have been waiting for. Free Dot forever. I I you know the shoulder injury I felt like held him back from from getting to the shooting rhythm. I definitely feel like he's kind of the beneficiary of RJ getting injured because now I feel like he's getting more 
more, you know, more time to get minutes, more time to get into a flow. But I saw he was shooting with confidence. He was shooting quickly. And, and it carried on throughout the whole game. 27 minutes a day, 27 minutes last game. He played well, man. He was super confident, man. He even shot a fadeaway two-pointer over, not Siakam, um, Ibaka. Yeah, it, that, that was solid tonight. Uh, once again, filling in for RJ, who, who's out with the ankle injury. So everybody's bumped up. But that has certainly been seizing those minutes. And it just makes you want to see him continue to get that in the future, even when RJ comes back. But right. this, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. <laughs> it's going to be hard. But this game was still to be had, JLs. They tie the game at 103 with five minutes to go. But we just could not. It just seems like it just seemed like every time we try mm. to take that momentum, the Raptors would just get either yeah. a, a timely three, you know, yeah. get to the free throw line. Give credit to Lowry. He he really he was a floor general tonight for his team. And when definitely. his team needed him, he he definitely came through. But the last two plays was all Pascal Siaka, man. Five crucial points with under a minute to go, uh, which which ended in a three pointer. That was the dagger. That was the dagger, man. The three-pointer that Siakam hit with about, I believe, 30 seconds left, put the Raptors up by six, and mm-hmm. that was pretty much it, man. Yeah, like, it was some confusion on the defensive end. Uh, some crucial plays made. Uh, I think Portis made a blunder at the end of the game. Portis and Peyton. Peyton had the turnover. They they went mm-hmm. to Julius in the post for a post-up. Lowry strips him, um, and, 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 and I believe Peyton throws it away. Right. Try to get it back to Julius. He get throws it away, and then Portis uh, fouls Lowry off ball, uh, which is just pretty much threw the game away. At yeah, that point. yeah, and then there was also some weird pass where Portis floated a pass to Julius Randle. It took seemed like forever to yeah. get to him. I just knew it was going to be stolen. That turned into a turnover. But then there was two back to back Siakam scores where Dotson and Morris ended up on Siakam at the same time. Dotson left it two times for. For uh, Siakam get an open three and a dunk. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like there might have been some miscommunication. Maybe Dotson thought that Morris was going to recover faster onto him, but Dotson left them open. Siakam hit the dunk and a sh- and three point shot, and that's all she wrote. That, that's all she wrote, man. Dotson that's gave it and took it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's questionable, you know, as to whose fault it was on the last play, which was the, the, the Siakam three pointer. It seemed like, you know, Dotson w- was. Uh, uh, trying to get back and recover right. on Van Vliet. And it seems like Mars was just a little bit too deep um, yeah. in his coverage, trying to cut off the drive and, and just left Siakam wide open for the three. And that was pretty much it. Yeah, because he did it two plays in a row, it makes me think that that's the Knicks scheme. Yeah. But Morris is just... Plus he's on a bum ankle too. Cover. Huh? Plus he's on a bum ankle too. That's, that's very true. He's on a bum, He is on a bum ankle, so maybe he's just slow to recover. He hasn't really... Fully, he's not 100 percent to kind of close out. That's that's also true. That's definitely also true. So. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, tough again, loss, man. yeah, tough loss. Uh, you know, overall seven turnovers by the Knicks in the fourth quarter. You, you yeah. can't win against the world champs like this. This is this is a team that has chemistry. They have cohesion. Um, solid playing for the Raptors bench once again. Norman Powell, who came into the game averaging 20 points over his last six. Uh, was lighting us up from three uh, on, on a couple of attempts. They had Ananobi with another clutch three in, in the fourth surge as well. So, you know, this, this is a good team, man. This is a good team. Very good team. Knicks played them tough for, most, for the most part, man. They got away from us 
and hit some touch, some clutch three point baskets, man. At the yeah. end, it was kind of nuts. I mean, this is these are why these guys are defending champs. People kind of laugh, and it was like they thought, oh, once Kawhi Leonard left, that these guys aren't going to be much. But if y'all remember last season when, when Kawhi was down, they were still a very formidable team. They were still, I think, uh, over 500 with Kawhi, without Kawhi Leonard. So it's no surprise to me that these guys are this good. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're just a well-balanced team. I mean, you you saw the difference from the first quarter on in their defensive intensity. I mean, once yeah. they stepped it up, first of all, they went to the zone, which which everybody knows is our, is our weakness because, once again, between Peyton and Frank, you're just not getting enough quality shots from your guards. And Clyde even said it. Uh, on the on the telecast, he said, "Listen, when you when you when your starting point guard cannot shoot, it's an abomination." I don't know if that's yeah. the exact word that he said, but he was basically saying it's an indictment on the team because this is the guy that has the ball in his hands all the time. And the yeah. thing with the thing with Peyton is like, it's it's so hard to watch him because obviously we know what he is, right? To me, he's he's, yeah. he's a more of a backup point guard than not. And as much of a quality facilitator that he is. He still gave us, what, eight, nine dimes tonight, and he was... No, again, no, no, double-double from Peyton Double-double, all right, all right. Put some respect on the double-double. Yeah, 13 was hold he, on. He's still a liability on the offensive That's end, man. for sure, man. He's still a liability. I mean, he, he has no confidence in his shot. The defense has no respect for him. They're dipping below every screen because he, he's no threat. There was even a play down the stretch when the Knicks were trying to get back into the game where you had Morris and Peyton on, on the strong side. You had Portis wide open on the corner. They were yeah. double-teaming Morris. You had Portis wide open for three in the corner. Morris misses him and gives it to Peyton for a corner three who yeah. had, had no confidence in his shot, and they yeah. ended up uh, um, turning the ball over in a 24-second violation. So, you know, plays like that, it just it just kills you, man. He giveth and he taketh away, like Clyde says. Yeah, man, like they knew their personnel because they definitely were purposely leaving Alfred Payton wide open yeah. in, in those corner threes and doubling anybody else. And after Dawson went off, they was not leaving him open. They was not leaving Morris open. And that's that point where you, like, when you said you, you need a guard who can actually shoot. And that's yeah. what kind of missing. Yeah, yeah. And and again, you know, poor. And then Peyton ends up every time he shoots, you're like, don't shoot it, don't shoot it, don't shoot it. And, and, and sometimes he makes it in, man. Yeah, you're like, okay. Like that little corner three that rattled in and out and then back in. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's, uh, you know, you just got to live and die with them until you can do better at this point. You, you know what I mean? But again, t- tough loss. Um, who else? Uh, Marcus Morris, 21 points for Morris, 20 for Randall, both 17, 7 to 15 shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Bullock chipped in with 11 points, 4 of, four of 8 from the field, 3 of 7 from downtown. Thought Bullock had a better first half um, than, than he did in the second. Yeah, I mean, Dodson took all his minutes. <laughs> yeah, Dodson did. Dodson got 27 minutes. 27 minutes for Bobby Portis, Jay Ellis. Um, 12 yeah. points, 5 of 8 from the field, 1 for 3 for downtown. I was looking for more Mitch down the stretch. I mean, Portis did come up with a clutch three um, um, to to keep us close within the game. But again, you know that that Morris Randall Portis situation. I was looking for more Mitch there just to just to keep our defense. Uh, solid. Yeah, I think what I think what happened was the coach noticed that the Raptors were like kind of not leaving Peyton at all. Like they were just letting him. Leaving him open for three. Yeah. So I think they had, 
I think he had um I think he had Portis in there just for spacing just because he just realized just, we're not guarding Peyton. Yeah. But they even have a prayer of any type of spacing that they needed a shooter at that center position. Good point. And it was like it was like do it damn damage you dance you don't because Mitch was very active on the defensive end, uh blocking shots and you know, saving things and rotating. He was doing great for us there, but the spacing is just poor. Or when you can't do anything but dunk. Yo, yeah. can you hear me? No, yeah, loud and clear. I got you now. I got you now. You were just right, you cool. were just frozen in the matrix for a second, man. But we got oh, you. Okay. We got you. <laughs> cool, we pulled cool. you out of it, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm, here, right. I'm here. I'm Salute here. Salute to everybody in the chat. Let's go to the phones. JJ from Brooklyn's up first. JJ, how you feeling, man? Yo, JL, CP, what up, man? What's good, bro? Yo, how you feeling, man? man? Chilling, man. Chilling. Uh, listen, like you said, man, you stole what I was going to say, basically. Just the lack of shooting that point guard between Payton and Frank, it's it's just killer, man. Every time Randall's in the post, they just sag off our point guards and they double him. And obviously, yep. we know he doesn't kick it out of double team. He has no sense for it. Yeah. So, we might as well just have... play Trier because... Yeah, these two is our best point, our best shooter from the point guard position. You know what I mean? At least he'll be a threat to knock down a shot. Can't have Peyton. Yeah, I mean it's it's difficult. It's a difficult decision because it's like obviously you know Peyton is your best facilitator of of any of the guards on the team, right? Yeah, and so you still need some sort of competence there. But I get it, man. I get it because sometimes you're just looking like, damn, we we sometimes we're literally four on five when when it comes to putting the ball in the hole. Exactly. That's I I I wish yeah and then just I wish I wish uh, December Frank would come back man or November Dallas Frank I need need (laughs) we need need Dallas Frank yeah he was one one for four tonight for Frank Laker game is building a brick house Uh, so hopefully he he drinks his confidence (laughs) juice and and uh, and gets it together man for sure man yeah man let me ask you guys a question about i'm already looking ahead to the all season let me ask you this mm-hmm. what would you do obviously the first grading class isn't very good at all and obviously you know the creating class in two years is great so would you just basically do one-year deals again and just save all your cap space for two years from now at least you know i don't see anyone coming at least give yourself a, a slim chance and you know a couple of those stars in two years and just you know keep all the cap you know prepared for two years on a cap space well i I mean you can you can try to to you know get some draft capital for some of your cap you know if if you let some of these guys go and that are on the one-year deals or you you you, you see if if there's a if there's a quality rotation piece that you might want to invest in for two years you get we got let's let's see what's out there take a look at the list a little bit further down the road Oh, for for two years from yeah, now. Yeah, no, no, for for, so for bad, this coming man. up for this coming free agency, uh, Jay. Oh, this coming free agency. Yeah. Oh, this coming free agency is wait. What's the big names? Homie from from the Pelicans. <laughs> uh, Brandon Ingram. Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Who we have no shot at anyway. So I mean, I, I yeah, mean, yeah, no shot at that. Bogdanovich has been the a hot topic. Yeah. From Sacramento. Um, I think everybody else is the pips. We got the dude from um yo, why I can't remember anybody here right now. I got from the Spurs <laughs> who was traded from Toronto. Uh, uh DeRozan. DeRozan. Who's having a good year? He's, he's, right he's having an outstanding year this year. Yeah, he's turning it on right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like that those might be the biggest names in the offseason. Might be DeRozan. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, I'm And that's good. going off that's just going off the top. Yeah. <laughs> 
How about this? Um, so Kevin Knox, we said had a, got a, uh, eleven minutes tonight, right? And and the, the 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 a lot of the topic, a lot of the debate going on on our shows has been about the youth versus the vets and playing time. And should we put guys like a DSJ or Kevin Knox in the G League? So Mike Forkinoff of the Athletic asked Nick Nurse about that, just that, you know, developing players and when it comes to playing time. And Nick Nurse said he's a firm believer. He said, I'm a firm believer that they need to be playing. They got to play. How do you get better if you're not playing? He says, I'm a big, big believer that if they're not getting minutes with the big club, that they got to go down and play as many minutes as they can get down there. What do you think think about that, Jails? I think think everybody's on the same page with that, man. Everybody's on the same page. You you can't get better without reps. There's only so much you can learn by sitting on the bench and watching film. You got to be a doer, man, and get get your body used to muscle memory and things of that nature, especially if they're running the same things in the NBA as they're doing in, in the G League. Yeah, like, which the Knicks are. Which the Knicks are. Which the Knicks are because we do have our own G League team. Like, that should definitely be happening. It should have been happening for DSJ. Now that Knox is not getting those minutes. Definitely 11 minutes shooting. tonight for Kev compared yeah, to 27 for Portis. Put him in Westchester, man. Put, Put him, him in Westchester. Westchester to get it together. You know, it's just very interesting. It's a very interesting debate because obviously, you know, every team is not using it like that. You know, Nick Nick Nurse has a has a different vantage point because he he, he came from that team, that 805 Raptors or whatever they're called. He was the coach of that team. Ended mm-hmm. up getting promoted and winning the championship in Toronto. So he knows, and and again, this ninety percent of this team has come up through the organization. So he knows these guys very intimately and has worked very closely with them. So it's just very interesting perspective to hear that from a championship coach who's come from the system, because right. not every team is using it that way. And then you hear the argument like, well, the competition is not the same in the G League. And, you know, Fizz, Fizz, when Fizz was asked that question last year, his his answer was that, you know, we want them up here with us and practicing with us and, and getting those reps in with the main team. So a very, very interesting debate, man. What, what do you guys in the chat think about that? What Nick Nurse's comments on on the on playing the kids and, and putting them in the G League if they're not playing? Definitely, man. Like practicing games are two different things, though. Like, and and the way we, the way the NBA really talks about it, it seems like the further along you get within the season, the less practice time there really is. That's the way to make it really seem. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what I hear as well. It's like they they literally have zero time to to really practice, and it's mainly like free throws and, and shoot arounds is, is what they're really dealing with. Right. So then, if that's the case, it's like then then that's that's even more of a case to go down to G League and get some reps in down there. Because what are you doing now up here, sitting on the bench and then two minutes of practice a week? Like, right. come on. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a fact, man. Um, definitely interesting debate. Especially when it comes to Kev and uh, and DSJ, let's go back to the phones. Joe from Atlantic City's with us. Joe, what's going on, man? Yeah, what's going on, guys? How you feeling, bro? Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. I want to touch on the whole development thing because uh, I wasn't going to talk about it before, but now that you brought it up, I want to say something about it. Um, I know you guys are probably going to disagree, but I feel like when it comes to development, if you're trying to win, you need to have the most polished product on the floor at all times mm-hmm. and that means playing the vets but if you're losing like in the situation where we're at then you know it's a good time to put in your triers your knoxes your project Barrett, etc mitchell robinson but right now i feel like you know 
the season's not over. I don't even want to say the P word, but you know, I, I would love to see us make the playoffs, but it, it almost seems just so far away. So, like, wow. <laughs> no, they're, 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 very, like, uh, they're very far away, man. They're very uh, far away. Dude. Right. Nah. They're going to fork it up, man. Yeah, they, they've so been We got to just play, like, yeah, we got to play the young kids. So, I mean, that's how I feel about that. Like, if this was a little earlier in the season, then I don't know. But, yeah, how about my how about my boy Dawson time, man? I've been hey. so much to finally <laughs> stepping up, man. I've just been saying, yo, Dot, like, where you at? Whole team dot. Whole team dot. Whole team dot, man. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, on, buddy. Definitely happy to see dot playing well, man. Appreciate the call, and 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 they they have a decision to make on dots and jails because uh, it, while his his contract for this year is guaranteed, um, they do have the qualifying offer that they can issue hey there, man. that they can issue him in this off season. If they do, uh, you know, it'll make him a restricted free agent. So so let's see where where they go. Uh, uh, the easy decision for me. Pay that man. What what big free agents are we going after next season? None. We have a bunch of vets who are here that you know we can get rid of. And give that those minutes, man. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Um, let's see what people in the chat say about uh, G League or what. Steve Stark. What's up, Steve Stark? He says G League is a tool. If you don't use it, you don't get the benefit of it. Uh, Andrew H says Nick Nurse says that statistically. Oh, he says, Nick Nurse says that, but statistically, how many guys have made the all-star team coming from the G League? I don't I don't necessarily think it's about making the all, you know, going from G League to all-star jails, but I think it's it's just about, you know, turning your, your assets into respectable rotation pieces, the, the Norman Powells, the Anobis, yeah. you know what I mean? Those type of role players that's going to help you in the long run. It's not to say those guys are going to turn into all-stars, but there's certainly uh, power in this team in the East right now. No doubt about mm-hmm. it. Exactly. Especially now. I feel like even nowadays might be more crucial. Like I, we've been talking about how a lot of these kids are drafted on potential and they're not as ready as they have been. That since like when back in the day in the 80s and 90s, when they just came in dropping 15 and 8, like – they, they, these guys are missing a lot of fundamentals, and what better place to learn that in the G League where you're getting regular minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, again interesting debate, man. Uh, we have Joneska seven two seven two says Fred Van Fleet G League. You have Siakam G League. You know they, these guys. Are, these guys are coming up. So again, interesting debate. I mean, but we'll see after the trade deadline again. Let's see what happens, Jails. I'm giving them until February 6th to get this this Bobby Portis 30 minutes a game nonsense. Two weeks. Going. The way they're playing Portis, man, I don't I don't even know if they're gonna move him, yo. He's leading the team in minutes. Yeah, <laughs> Lead, leading the team in minutes, man. That that was shocking to me, to be honest, man. Um, let's let's go to Justin from Florida. Justin, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's going on, man? Let me just say, first of all, like, props to both of y'all for, like, always putting out these videos, even though we be trash and stuff. But... Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, let me just say um, that, yeah, you guys are hitting right in the head of the G League and everything, man. Like, we got so many young players, like, just not getting no minutes. Um, Like, I, one of the first callers was talking about Trier. And even in your video when you were talking about the Malik Monk rumors that I was seeing, it's like, you know, there's no point going after somebody like Malik Monk, like Trier is basically like the same player. I like the way he could dribble the ball. Like he's already shown you like offensive skills. Like he can be a good six man and they never play him like one. Like I think the minutes that they give him, like they're almost putting him out there to fail. Like he's like an off ball. Like he's not an off ball guy. He needs to have the ball in his hands. And like, 
if we're going to give these other dudes the ball, like, might as well get Latrier, like, get, like, a few minutes to show what he can do. Like, you know, he took it to Doncic last year. I don't know if you remember at the beginning of the season this year, like, he had, like, 31 points, six or seven shooting on the nets. It's like, after that, like, they've, they've given him, like, no green light, and I just don't I understand it. But, you know, I could see his defense. He still need to work on some things, his playmaking. Like, he, he definitely needs to work on some things. But, like, what better year than now to give dudes like this? And, and Kenny Wooten, too. I want to see Kenny, Kenny yeah. Wooten start getting some minutes, man, because, like, we, we don't got no defense down there protecting the rim. Like, I just want to see, like, the youth movement going full flow. Like, it's too many vets. Like, like you're saying, Bobby Portis. Like, I'm tired of seeing... 20 isos of bobby portis at the top of the key like it's, it's just annoying man like they didn't even change this up <laughs> that's nah, what i'm saying nah, hey man appreciate the call appreciate the support justin i mean jails we, we hear the arguments for iso mm-hmm. how many guys are you gonna play man it's just yeah, it's just a lot, it's a lot it's a of lot. cards right now you can't you can't argue iso's minutes over dot right now Right, it's RJ, it's Dotson. I, I hope you know who, whose minutes is he gonna take. Yeah, man, it's too many. It's too many people, and now he's a free agent. So clearly, I, I don't know. I'd be surprised if they re-sign them at this point. You know, but it, mm-hmm. it's just too many guys, man. It's way too many guys. It was way too many guys. I mean, Knicks are trying to make the playoffs, so that's yeah, that's why. Man. Now we know. Forget, <laughs> forget that pipe dream. Forget uh, that pipe yeah. dream. My man Janati in the chat says, what happens if they don't trade anybody? Well, I mean, nothing. You know, they don't have to bring these guys back next year, Jails. You can start with a clean slate. Yeah. I mean, what happens is you don't you don't get any extra assets. Yeah. That's it. That that's it. Finance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I said it when he first heard his oblique. I mean, the stint that they gave him in the Laker game was the was complete garbage. So um, that was embarrassing. Yeah. So I wouldn't even consider that real playing time. But I, I said before that I, I'd be surprised if you ever seen him playing playing in the Nick uniform again because I think DSJ. I think they're gonna trade him. Absolutely. He, he's gone. He, he's he's totally checked out, man. And Wayne too. I don't even know why we signed. I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Ellington is, is another one wasting up a roster spot. But but again, it, it's it's a it's a clean slate. Whether it's Mills or the next guy or the next guy, it's a, it's a clean slate to to start this thing. You know, over so to so to speak. Yeah, one thing the the front office did do right was give team options to almost everybody that was signed, so they can easily get out all these project all these contracts. Yeah, the exception of maybe Randall. Uh, agreed. Uh, agreed. Um, somebody says, uh, why all the Portis hate Rich Harris? Salute to Rich Harris in the chat. He says, why all the Bobby Portis hate? He's still young and the only big on the team with an inside outside game. JL, your, your response to that. What's your response to that? CP hates him. That's my <laughs> response. CP hates him. Uh, I know what it is. It's just that, um, it's more of a youth movement thing. Like he, he, he does okay offensively, but he's a defensive liability. That's the, really the biggest thing. And no yeah. IQ. Yeah. And he never passes it, Jay Ellis. He does He does not like to pass the ball. Um, I've seen him do, like, one nice pass in the first in the first half to cutting uh, Randall. But he, once the ball goes inside, it's never coming back. He's a black hole, man. He is, he's a black hole. If he would pass the ball every once in a while, stop forcing everything, literally. Maybe we'd be all right, but he's, he's just a redundant piece. We don't need him at all. 
We, we don't we don't need him. Eh. He's a good kid. We just don't need him. That's all I'm saying. This is nothing nothing personal against the yeah, kid. Yeah, if he, if, he, if he passed the ball and played a little bit more defense, which he can't physically play any more defense, really, because he's just not He's not quick. athletic enough, man. Yeah, he's too slow, right. and that's another thing. I, I want somebody that gives us a little bit more versatility, man. You know and what it, I mean? Mm-hmm. I want somebody that's going to give us some more versatility. He just doesn't give you that. I can mm-hmm. get I can get those threes from Morris. I can get them from Randall if you want them. Hey, how about Iggy? Can I see Iggy come up and shoot those threes? <laughs> Randall, at, Randall at center? Oh, God. That's, it's I, tough. I mean, that's why Bobby's there. Bobby's there to stress the floor. No, nah, I, I, I get it. I, I get it. And, um, you know, I, I get the reason why he's getting all those minutes. But right, long term, I'm just not with it. I feel you. No, I'm just not with it, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Please hit that like button for us. Share these videos. Share these videos on Twitter, on Facebook. Text your friend, your family who's a Knicks fan, basketball fan. Let them know this is number one show for the fans, by the fans. CP from mm-hmm. Knicks Fan TV. My man JL's from Nick of Time Show. This is Knicks Post Game Live. Knicks lose a tough one, 118 and 112. We are hearing from the fans tonight, giving their reactions to the game. The trade rumors, vets versus the kids, the usual debates going on. So, uh, yep. ha- happy Friday to everybody. Let's go to Viv. Viv from Queens is in here. Wants hey, to talk Viv. about uh, the, the youth movement. Viv, what's going on, bro? What's going on, TP? What's going on, JL? How are you doing? Good, man. What's All going right. on? Yeah, listen, uh, it's been a rough uh, rough month or so. Just every, uh, I don't know how many people have just, like, gone off uh gone off the ledge somewhat, especially like on like the Twitter landscape's kind of crazy. Oh, right Nick, now, Nick's but, Twitter uh, is, oh, this, man, this faction's get starting up. It's, yeah, getting, get, it's getting ugly out there on Nick's Twitter right now, Jails. Yeah, man. It's getting ugly. <laughs> but look, I don't know. I mean, I know Alex is listening right now, so, you know, I'm just going to, I hope he's listening carefully. But, I, you yeah. know, look, I want to, you know one thing, right? With all the young players, we have a lot of young players on the team. I think it's like, I read somewhere it's like forty percent of the players like on our team, or some some sort of percentage is like under the age of like twenty four or whatever it is, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, what, the real question is like how how do we make them get better? And I think what's like what I noticed especially tonight is that every single time we put out this young lineup, like we put out all the kids together, yeah, and then we put a Portis who messes up everything. But you know, once you put out all these kids together. Like they're going to they're going to fail against like a team like the Raptors. It's bound to happen, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, obviously, like we can mention RJ is not playing. You know, he's hurt and whatnot. But you know, putting out all these kids together by themselves on an island against the Raptors when they're putting out a lineup of someone, uh, they're putting out a Baca, they're putting out a Van Fleet, they're putting out they have Norman Powell. So they have like basically three starters for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I can see why they're blowing like a you know, a 10 point lead that they built up in uh, the first quarter. So um, I think what Miller needs to do is he needs to figure out how to stagger these lineups in a bit so that, you know, you have some sort of uh, a stabilizing. Yeah. Have, have Randall and Morris uh, out there. Yeah. Have Randall and Morris out there. That's exactly. a good point. Randall, that's a good point. Exactly. One, that's one thing. I think second thing is a stopgap. I, I would switch up Bullock, Bullock and, uh, and Dot. Like I would start Dot with the first unit. Hell and then yeah. bring Bullock out to start the bench. Mm. Because at least that's a stabilizing presence there. And then, you know, see what see what happens from there. But 
look, I think with the kids, one thing that's important is that not every kid is going to pan out and that's not right. every kid is going to be a rotation player. That's right. And, you know, this is just the unfortunate situation that we got to deal with is that, you know, like we're dealing with it in real time. Like we don't know who's going to pan out, but not like, it's not necessarily, you know, you got to, we just know that not everyone is, is that player. So the problem is, do we need more minutes to actually justify that? Or is it something that, you know, is just being seen behind the scenes and final point about the G league. I think, my suggestion about the G League is that they should they should on off days out if if the schedule pans out, you know, send players to play, you know, like ten or fifteen minutes, send them up up to Westchester, play a game, and then, you know, have them get minutes that way. I think that when that makes most sense practically speaking. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do when, you know, they're not you know, they're not at home together with the Knicks. Because that's that's what really happened, I think, last year. I remember people were asking, you know, why didn't we send Frank to the G League last mm-hmm. year? And I looked at the schedule last year. And I realized that, you know, a lot of the times where we should have sent him, like, you know, where he was really struggling, uh, the schedules never matched up. Uh, they matched. Um, I think someone was injured so that, you know, there was no other third. There was no one was backing up, you know, where the back, the starting point guard was. So it was either Moutier or Burke. Someone was hurt all the time. Yeah. So you, almost have, you end up having some logistical thing where it's not possible. And, you know, maybe I, I haven't checked the schedule, but that's what I would suggest. I think that's what that's practical. I think it makes sense. Um, but let's see what happens. I mean, like okay. you said, trade deadline is February 6th, so it's coming see, up. See what happens, man. I, I'm not expecting yeah. much, but let, let's see if they catch lightning in a bottle. But good call, Viv. I, I definitely yeah. um, I, I like his points. Um, in terms of staggering those minute sales, you know, a lot of times you've seen that second unit come out very young, mm-hmm. raw, and with Bobby Portis anchoring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tough, to, 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 to their defense, they figured Bobby Portis is the anchor. Yeah, <laughs> that's rough, man. Especially def- <laughs> defensively, sometimes it can be rough, man. I mean, Mitch Mitch does his thing, but then, you know, you, you're talking Kev, Portis. That's tough, man. But, yeah, I think if you can figure out a way to stagger uh, Randall and Morris a little bit better, yeah, I think maybe you get you, some more balance. Maybe you take out Morris a little early. Have him come with the second unit sometimes to calm things down. Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't, wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. That, that wouldn't be a bad idea at all. Have Morris play power forward for the second unit. Yeah. With, uh, ah, that, might, that might work. Yeah. And then, yeah. then you can keep Bobby on the bench. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where he belongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep Bobby on the bench. <laughs> uh, and then in terms of, you know, the, the scheduling issue with the G League, well, I mean, right now we have so many guys that, that need playing time. You know, e- even if it coincides with, with the with the night that the Knicks are playing, I mean, throw a guy in Westchester. You know, if Kev has to go down. Go yeah, yo, didn't Cornette used to go back and forth from Westchester to the Knicks? Wasn't um, I believe so. I believe so. I don't remember if he was if he was going to Westchester, like, during when when the Knicks were playing, I don't remember like how the schedule yeah. was working, but yeah, Cornette was was definitely bouncing back and forth. Dotson, I know Dotson was too, because Dotson is one of those guys. Who's, hey, you want to talk about the G League working? Dotson was in the G League a lot. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Good, good points, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We've hit four hundred people. Watching on Knicks Fan TV. Salutes everybody if you guys are watching on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch. We are live on all those platforms right now. Remember, this show is also available in audio podcast format. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon, Alexa. 
So you don't miss anything. You won't miss anything. These shows are always there on the Knicks Fan TV. If you're iTunes listener, we definitely appreciate if you guys left us a, a review. It definitely definitely helps to promote the channel. So anything that you could do to help us uh, spread the word would be greatly appreciated. Um, mm-hmm. JL, let's, let's salute some people in the chat. I want to salute Scott35, sends us a super chat. He says, uh, whatever the Knicks need to do in the draft, we need to draft Marcus Howard. In the second round, we need shooting in the backcourt, and he can be another Devontae Graham. Okay. That's Marcus Howard. I believe he's out of Marquette. Um, Came onto the scene last season, had had a pretty solid season last year. And, uh, yeah, that's a name that you're hearing as a potential second rounder. Hey, wouldn't be a bad idea, man. Wouldn't be a bad idea if you you go best player available in your first round pick, and then you get Marcus Howard with your second. I think you you consider that a pretty good draft. Hey, I'm with it. We need shooting. We'll take it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. If you guys are new in the chat, leave a hashtag new so we can shout you guys out. Definitely want to shout out. We got Triborough Gigolo in here, J. Ellis. All right. Over here. Right. He's, he's becoming a regular, man. He's yeah, getting jiggy every night now. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Gary Singh in here. The Shells. What's going on? Apple Fanboy. Louie S. What's going on? Mr. Mike. Uh, who you got in your chat, J. Ellis? I got Gary Miller. What's going on? And Murphy, Enzo954, Sammy Soso, Alexander, Kevin, Middleton, RT, and yeah, Rich Jim. Shout out to Rich Jim. Rich Jim, what's going on, Rich? All right, let's get back to the phones. Who we want to hear from? Let's hear from uh, Chris from New York. He wants to talk about the game tonight. He was at the game. Chris, what's going on, man? Uh, what's going on, TP? What's going on, JL? How's it going? Good, man. How you right. feeling, man? How was the game? Good, good, good. Uh, you know, the, the usual vibe, you know, everybody was uh, hyped up at the beginning, but, you know, the crowd knew that, you know, we were up 10. Uh, some of the people around me said, "Wait, just wait till the fourth quarter, and we'll, we'll kind of mess that up, you know. So, you know, sure, sure enough, Randall had a couple bonehead mistakes. Uh, you know, Portis, again, his defense was, was uh, suspect, but one of the things that did stand out a lot was Peyton, man. Uh, they were backing off him, couldn't man. shoot. Um, it, it just it was a big void. It was a big void. So, uh, you know, it was just evident, you know. So, um, what, one of the things I wanted to touch on is you're talking about a, a couple things, you know, about the development needs, the, the G League, the way we use it. Um, you know, you, 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 when you think about the Knicks and just a couple moves they could have made could have changed the franchise. I mean, you go back to the Kevin Knox draft. You talk about if you package his pick and a couple other picks and move up and get, uh, what's his name, Dantich, you already had KP. You already had, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. They're cooking over there. I'm not saying Tim Hardaway Jr. is the answer, but I'm just saying, like, a move like that, a GM like that is what we need. We need, we need Messiah Jerry to come in here. And we need a, you know, JS, I know you don't want to trade those picks, but those two picks are, are very fitting. I think it's a really good idea to get them. I think, uh, you know, I think as far as this season, let it go. Let it play out the way it is. Uh, as long as they don't make any big, big, big moves to where they, they get, um, you know, whatever is drumming or anything stupid, I think they're going to just be the Knicks, you know. Yeah. So um, they're not in the worst position. Uh, you know, they're not in the best position, but I think Messiah, uh, you know, I know, you, you know, again, Jay Ellis, I know you don't like it, but it, it, it's just, it, it, he, he could bring maybe. Be pressed, he's free. 
Yeah, you know, so I don't know what you thought about that. And, I mean, just think about that draft. I mean, if you yeah. make three – Three first-round picks get down to – I mean, I know it's – It's hindsight, though, man. It's hindsight, though. You know what I mean? And appreciate the call, Chris. The problem with that thinking, Jay Ellis, is, listen, if if all 30 teams knew exactly who this kid was going to be and what he is right now, they would all trade their whole draft and yep. the year after and the year after mm-hmm. that to try mm-hmm. to get him. You know, it's tough. It's tough, man. It's not a crapshoot. It's not a crapshoot. Look at Siakam. Yep. Right. Look at Siakam. Everybody pass on Siakam. In a in a redraft, where would Siakam get picked right now in, in his exactly. draft? Exactly. Look at everybody who passed on Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, Money Mitch. Come on. Yeah, Come it's on. it's tough, man. It's tough. I mean, Luca was def I obviously he, he was still highly touted, right? Um um coming over from, from the Spanish league and having been a pro since he was what, like sixteen, so and a champion at, at those mm-hmm. levels and, and really playing at a high level, but you know, hey, how about the Hawks? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, listen, yeah. Trey Young is beasting himself. He's doing his thing. Cracked his first All Star team, but you know, it, it's it's tough tough to call it that way. Yeah, it's definitely tough to call it that way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm never gonna get on that. Sam, I'm not. I'm not. I, I love the guy, but I'm not giving up two picks for him, man. Oh, Jerry, Pres- two picks. Yeah, Sam Presti over here building building playoff teams. <laughs> I'll give them. I would give them if if we trade Morris. I give him them two picks. I give him one of the Dallas picks, and I give him the pick that we get back from Morris. If mm. if I had to do it, if Dolan was that interested, if he was that interested, we don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I give Sam Presley for free. Thunder's doing okay right there, mixed in the playoff hunt with with uh, CP3 after they gave up Russell Westbrook and and. Uh, and friends, yeah, what they expect to that. That's 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 I like that savviness as a GM look, looking, looking very well. And how about you know, earlier this season, the talk was, Oh, could we fleece the thunder for some first round picks for CP3? Now it's looking like you would probably have to pay them exactly to get CP3. Exactly. That's, that's how well he's doing. It's, it's crazy I, how these things work, man. That that train never late. He only, I'm sorry, I, I love CP, I don't risk injury or anybody, but that train is never late, man. Yeah. <laughs> That train is never late. Never, never late. And he's not getting younger every year. That's true. It's, uh, true indeed. True indeed, man. Um, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, some good calls so far, Jails. Definitely some good calls coming in. Uh, shout out to David Delancey. He said he's he's team somewhat new. Okay. So I'm not sure. We had a couple of guys that, that like that. They're like somewhat mm-hmm. new. I don't know if they're like, you know, they've been viewing, just not chatting or or what it is. I don't know. But salute to, to hashtag new, the vets, someone new, everybody in here, man. Just hit yeah, that thumbs up button for you boys. And uh, we definitely appreciate you guys. All right, next up, we got Jay Boogie, North Carolina in the building. Jay Boogie, what's going on, man? What's up, my favorite two, Fred Williams, Jim Brown, tonight? What's going on, bro? Right, How you feeling, man? Hey, look, man, I like that boy, Dada Rock. That's what I'm going to call him, Dada Rock, man. But y'all, y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Hey, listen, he showed me a whole lot, and I and I respect that. See, that man is up under contract, too. And he got, he's available for a new contract. He trying to feed his family. He stay prepared, stay ready to go and everything. Yeah. And, you know, you hear the whispers. So, you know, you hear them people talking about trading to go get this other boy that's a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. He took that He took that upon himself to be like, yo, I'm going to show y'all. We don't need that dude yeah, over yeah. in Charlotte. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm yeah. 
We don't need him. Don't. And he's showing up. He's showing up doing what he had to, what he got to do, man. I like that about him, man. Another thing, man. Old boy could have in the in the fourth quarter. Old boy could have he could have did something different. He could have took Peyton out the game and put Morrison at the one and brought Bullock back in that game with him and Dotson on the wings. He could have switched it up. You know, he got to be versatile. Wait, play who at the one? Play Morris at the one? Man, it ain't hard for him to play the one. It's not hard. Oh, man, you killing me now, Jay Boogie. It's not hard, man. Oh, man. It's not hard, man. He handled the – look. Listen, when they bring he bring the ball across half court, he giving the ball to him anyway. He giving it to him. So why can't you just switch it up and do something different? Just give him a different look, man. That's all I'm talking about. But if y'all don't if y'all don't like that, I'm gonna go back to promote my man Schroeder. He had another twenty one points tonight and another eight uh, eight assists tonight. I keep telling y'all about him and I know J L don't like him and I know the on um, point guards is in this draft pick. But the key thing about him he was on the bench last year behind Westbrook. He on the bench this year behind CP3. These two straight years, he did a lot of learning, man. He coming off the bench, putting them numbers up. So he wouldn't even get in the way of our brand new point guard. But we need a point guard bad, man. Need Have a point a guard bad, man. man. Appreciate the call, Jay Boogie. You got you to gotta love how he says we need a point guard bad and then tries to back it up by saying we should have put Mook at the one for a stretch. I mean, <laughs> you would have had shooting, TP. I don't know. That's, that's a shot. He, he says, what's what's good? What's the use of a point guard if they're going to give it up anyway? Just give me, <laughs> give me a guy that can bring it up 40 feet and get it to get the job done. Oh, man. <laughs> and to, I, I don't want Schroeder on his team, but I actually do like Schroeder, though. Yeah, it was just like, oh, man, I just need somebody here long-term. I yeah. need the franchise, man. I need the yeah. franchise. No more stopgaps. Yeah, he's a, he's a stopgap. I like Schroeder. I don't dislike Schroeder. I'm tired of the stopgaps. Yeah, That's my not, thing. Yeah, just not here. Just not for us right now in this situation. Just, <laughs> just not for us. And shout out to Frank Wilson sends us a super chat just to say Jay Boogie is Jay Bugging talking Mars at the one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nicole, what's going oh, smooth, man. Jay Ellis? He, he picked us up, you know. Yeah, that's he did pick us up. He's yo, a regular caller. Yo, yo, leave my boy alone. Shout out to the, that's my, that was my old alias. That was my old alias back in the day. What, Jay Boogie? Boy. Yeah, that was my old alias back in the day. Hey, Shout listen, man. You know, he's been a friend of the program for a while, so he let him rock, but... Man, that, that you know, it's like you and your homie just chilling in the car, cruising, and then all of a sudden he just grabs the wheel, and you're like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Jay Boogie just grabbed the wheel from the oh, passenger man. side, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know, like I said with Peyton, man, it's um, it's just it's just funny to watch him play because, you know, like I said, he, he's, he's the best of the worst, if I could call yeah. it that. Uh, we, 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 we need his, his, uh, his facilitating out there. Um, but again, it's just watching him try to even shoot the ball is cringeworthy at best, man. Yeah. It's crazy because he worked on his, I think was he, I think he was injured this summer. Was he injured this summer? Because he worked on his shooting the summer before this one. Yeah. And I felt like he took a step in the right direction during that Pelicans year. And then he comes here and I just feel like he kind of regressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, regress is not even the word, man. The shooting is abysmal. Abysmal. Mm-hmm. Like I said, even Clyde called it out. Like, um, this ain't it, man. You know. And and Jay Boogie, he was speaking of, when he was talking about Dotson, he was speaking on 
one Malik Monk, and I didn't even put the highlight up there properly. Hold on, let me let me fix that up. Malik Monk um, dropped thirty one tonight. Jails. What in Paris? Oh, you heard the trade rumors? Yeah, he was hearing the trade rumors. Ian Begley says that uh, the the someone in the Knicks organization that and then that, that's like the new you know code word for everybody in the beat, right? Like. Yeah, someone familiar with how these guys <laughs> think or someone who is a source, but not really a guy that might be related to someone on the team is saying that uh, the Knicks could be eyeing Malik Monk in a trade. And, yeah. and he's a guy that coming into this game, he was averaging eight point sales, 25% from three, which is supposed to be his forte. Uh, but tonight in Paris, in Frank's territory against Milwaukee Bucks, Drops 31 points and a loss. On the head. Yeah. What what do you think about these Malik Monk rumors real quick? Uh, Not a huge fan of Malik Monk, man. Yeah. I didn't like, I wasn't a huge fan when uh, he was uh, like, uh, when he was coming out of college. Like, I I appreciate his game, but I just know what his ceiling to me is. So to me, he's not like a potential starting guard or anything. He's like a six man type of situation. And, I I don't have a, a, a affinity for six three shooting guards who we trying to force to make a, a point guard. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, he's like a bootleg Earl to me, man. Just a little bit shorter. Yeah, he, he he's like a bootleg Jr. Really. Yeah. You know. And it's like, who is he playing over? I mean, it's it's, it's the same situation. Yeah, it's the same situation. Not a cut above the rest. Just just yeah. another run in the mill guy. Yeah. You know, but I would say that I did say in my video yesterday that if you're talking about a change of scenery swap for DSJ, I do it. Give me a second. <laughs> I do it. I do it. If for a change of scenery swap, I would do it. Just, Only just, if I could swap him from somebody else too. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, right? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only way I do it. If you're talking about a, a change of scenery you know, let's just get something for DSJ before he, you know, completely flops out. I, yeah. I, would, I would do it. So he hasn't completely flopped out already, is what you're telling me? Oh, yeah, I, I think he's done. I think yeah, he's he, I feel bad for him, man. I feel bad for the kid, bro, because the kid, um, is, the kid is just uh, completely, he's checked out, man. I don't, again, dude, it's like, dudes, mm-hmm. this, is why I, this is why I respect Dotson. I'm sorry, I turned this into the Dotson show. Yeah. This is why I respect Dotson. Dotson will sit and come back pissed. Dotson will sit down one game, come back, try his heart out, play defense, play offense, run around minimize minute, and put it in 100% effort. This is not the first time that Dotson hasn't got minutes, and then he come back and then hit some shots and then notice them. Like, this has happened a few times already since he's been on the Knicks. Yeah. And he, so it's like he has, like, that heart thing, that heart factor. Like, DSJ – has all the Dotson talent. Dotson is mentally world, tough, man. man. Dotson yeah, has that mental tough. toughness. He can play mental in New toughness. York. Dotson yes. can play in New York. As a role player, like, you know, we're not trying to hype him into, like, an eventual, you know, star on the team. No. Dotson, he fits his role. He knows his role, and he plays it fairly well. And he comes prepared. Like Jay Boogie says, that's one thing about Dot. He tries hard every game. He comes prepared. Um, again, yeah, tonight, whatever. Yeah, he made some some tough mistakes on defense. I will chalk it up to miscommunication. I will mm. chalk it up to miscommunication um, between him and Morris on those Siakam plays. But again, the, when you look at the way Dotson plays tonight, 
you can't complain why ISO's not playing. You know what I mean? Because like I said, like that fills his role on the catch right. and shoots, on the defensive end, um, on the hustle play. Like that, that just fills that role better than anybody off the bench right now. Exactly. Like he always plays hard, always plays 100%. I'm, I'm, if you do, if you get mad at Dot, it's like, all right, you missed a, he, he missed a backdoor cut sometimes. Right. Oh, yes. Like, Off-ball defense can be a little yeah, spotty. Yes, I agree. Spotty sometimes, but on-ball defense is always been good he's usually been very good at rotating um today uh, maybe it was a miscommunication thing today yeah he just does everything else right man I agree. and like and the handles gotten a lot it seems like I, I always joke that he seemed like ever since he beat the see that's why dsj wants to leave Dotson beat him in a foot race <laughs> you see never recovered and he never recovered. His, his ego got beat. He's like, yo, first Frank beat me for my my point guard minutes and Dots beat me in the foot race. Get me out of here. Yeah, D- <laughs> DS, DSJ is just in a bad situation, boy. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's just in a bad situation. You know, again, I don't – could be bereavement thing. You know, you don't want to touch that type of stuff. But um, it's just tough. Tough to see him struggling like that because he just doesn't seem like mentally he can, he can really handle the adversity that's going on here. And, yeah. And it just seems like he's already checked out. So I, I think they will try to move him. Maybe he ends up on the Timberwolves for like a, for like a second round pick or something. Cause I, I think DSJ is done here. I think yeah, he's man. Done here. Um, yep. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, throw your cities in the chat where you guys tuning in from tonight. Let us know. Leave us a comment um, in the chat. Uh, Definitely want to shout out Samir is here. What's going on, Samir? Definitely want to shout out Sean Brown. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Salute to all of you guys. Let me um, get this video up in here. Let's go back to the phones, JLs. Um, This guy goes by um, the president of the Julius Randle fan club. Uh, okay. People in the chat know him as Uncle Sergio in the building. Uncle Sergio. Yes. <laughs> We're not sure if he's related to Julius or not, but he claims him as family. Sergio, what's going on, man? I'm good. I'm good, man. Dotson, man, I wish he was more consistent. He looked really good tonight, man. And, again, we hung tough against a very, very good team, which mm-hmm. we've been doing since Mike Miller became the coach. And uh, I'm happy about that. But, unfortunately, like Frank White, and Jay Ellis so eloquently stated the other day, there are some things I don't do. I don't duck smoke. I throw smoke bombs. <laughs> and I'm going to chuck some right now, bro. All right, all right. Right? It's widely, it's widely known that Knicks fans are known as the most knowledgeable in the NBA. I'm beginning to disagree. The setup. I think I that of our fan base, that's the most ignorant, especially Kellerman. President of Team Circle Jerk, right? I'm talking about the portion of the fan base who think trading the team after every game is a solution. Some trades you have to make, like Mook or DSJ. And to be clear, I'm not generalizing trading in general. You have to do some of them. But let's talk the facts and autos. Since trading for Earl the Pearl Monroe, when have trades ever helped us? You can make a case for Xavier McDaniel. But still, we didn't win. You know what's a proven formula? Patience and letting your players grow. Golden State, Milwaukee, Toronto, Indiana, Miami, those are teams that all understand this. You know what I'm saying? These are the facts and idols, bro. Since Mike Miller became the coach, your boy has been on the milk carton. 
only rearing his head when Julius has a bad game, which, let's be honest, hasn't been often. He has to sit and wait for his bullets. He likes to say I'm only known because of him. I disagree. I'm known as the guy with the balls to come up in here and challenge him and his whack 30-year-old lyrics. Sounds Feel like we so need bro, another battle of the fans, Ellis. It sounds like part lyrics three tired, is bro. on the horizon. I'm here all year, bro. I'm here all year. And to quote Frank White again, you tell him what I said. Peace. <laughs> Jay Ellis, oh, oh man, I'll say this, I'll say this, CP. Ari was on the line a Thursday. Oh, is this where this is coming from? No, but no, he, no, he, he. I think he hung up. He hung up because he was like the last caller. Okay, and the show was going long, and he hung up. But he, he had called in. He called in, but then he hung up. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just. Yo, I'm one because Ari's not even in the chat tonight. So no, he's not even chat tonight. This was, I mean, the, the the former champion Sergio from New Jersey is is calling out Ari. It just that's what it seemed like to me, Chaos. I mean, you be the judge. That's what it seemed like to me. It seems like he wants to smoke for round three. Ari's not even in the chat, and and you know this is still going down. I I think we're gonna have to make this happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's talking about the Faxinados. He's bringing new words into the mix, so he's ready to roll. Uh, I he, think he's he, definitely ready to yeah. roll. He, he, yeah, he 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 got the vocabulary rocking. Yeah. He's using terms like circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, tonight really wasn't about Randall. I mean, tonight's no. game to me wasn't. I did like Randall's defensive uh, 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 effort out there. He feels still finished with three blocks. Yeah, there were some questionable plays there in the fourth, as usual. Uh, you know, when he when he's trying to turn up. But I, I did like Randall's hustle was part of that fourth quarter barrage that, that got us in the game, for sure. Yeah, I, I'll say this. Like, people are really hard on Randall right to me. Mm-hmm. But that's I think that's just the – when you get paid more than everybody, people zero in on yeah. the person who gets paid the most. Heaviest to head. And, we know that. And that's, that's, I, that's what the fan base, to me, is doing to Randall right now. Yeah. And even though Randall is, like I, I keep saying, he's not the worst. He's not, you know, he's not a franchise player, but he's not bad Correct. either. Right. I, I, think the, I think Knicks fans are overvaluing how bad he is. Yeah. And, 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 and Tim, yeah, I agree with you 100%. 100%. Like when, when Tim Hardaway Jr. was here, to me, that was like, I I wanted to pull my hair out. That yeah. was <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. But. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> to me, that was bad music, for real. Hundred percent. But uh, listen, you know, <laughs> Randall just is what he is, man. You know, he is what he is. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Definitely want to shout out. Um, we got Kurt Cobain in here, Jailus. Back from the dead. Salute to Kurt Cobain. Um, shout out to Optimus 2G. What's going on? May 4th. What's going on? Louis yeah. S in the building. How you, how you feeling, man? Yeah, Randall, three, three blocks today for Randall, too. Three blocks for Randall. Three blocks for him. Gotta get, gotta give him credit where it's due. I, I, I thought he did give us some good minutes in that fourth quarter. Um, to answer his question on the trade, when was the last time we did have an effective trade? People in the chat are, are correct. Uh, Starks for Sprewell. What was yeah. the last trade that really yeah, you're right. helped us? And 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 this this year this week was the anniversary of the Spreewell trade. This week was the anniversary of the Spreewell trade, and and that was that was a catalyst, man. 
that yeah. was the catalyst for the 9-9 run because we just didn't know. First off, it was hard to lose Starks, who was the fan favorite, right? Yeah, man, that was my guy. Right. And then, you know, with Sprewell having just choked out P.J. Call, you didn't know if Van Gundy was in trouble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we didn't know where we were going to go with it. Like, like yeah, like, what's this guy's doing? What's his deal right now? You know what I mean? But Spree came in. He uh he was battling some injury issues. Remember, they, they brought Spree off the bench that year, first off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was a six-man first. He was Thank in and out you. with injury woes. That 9-9 team was not gelling until very late. And and Spree Spree was that catalyst for that whole playoff run for sure. Yeah, I mean the push. Yeah, Chris Childs explained it a lot. A Absolutely lot about that year too. Yep. Oh, somebody also mentioned Marcus Camby. Camby for Oakley trade. Yeah, that was the same year. Mm-hmm. Same year. Same year. Um. So yeah, those those were the two pivotal trades for, for that nine nine run for sure. Marcus Camby was it was uh, less injury prone though, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that was Camby's problem, man. He just wasn't built built for the. Uh, for longevity, you know, mm, that was my squad, yo. Oh man, that was that was my guy. Spreewell was my guy, man. Heavy. I was a Houston guy, but I like that school. The Houston Spreewell can be. That was yeah. my yeah. I like both of them. I, I was a Houston guy mm-hmm. too, man. Yeah. Um, we got the Down Rock Records basketball checking in from Toronto. So salute to you. Uh, it looks like they're they're probably a Raptors fan. We got Mister Mike checking in from Yonkers, but he really reps the BX. So salute to okay. Mr. Mike. We got my man CP the Artist as he's checking in from Krypton. Salute to CP the Artist. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah, man. All right, back to the phones. Let's go to uh, Rich from the Bronx. Rich, what's going on, man? Hello? Yo, what's good, bro? Yo. What's good, CP? What up, Jay Ellis? How you feeling, bro? I'm all right. Um, I only got one question. This is my question because, like, I think two two shows ago, there was a guy saying that he remembered that the, when the people came up back in the days, they came up with more skills. So my question is this. Do you think the one-and-done rule is messing up the NBA's product because these kids are coming up so young that they don't basically have the skills that it takes to succeed? And the patient's game needs to really be on point now because – it takes them for so many years to learn these skills, which they're not getting from the college ball. I think so. I think yeah. so. And and I would love to hear from, uh, you know, somebody who's who's a bit more experienced in the league. But I think so, JL. Is that not everybody's yeah. built for one and dones. Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword because you have these guys who are actually ready to do that. But I feel like the numbers don't show that a majority aren't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but so yeah, like I think I I think I said that 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 same episode I was saying I, I I think rookie contracts should be longer because of that, man. Yeah, yeah, you got a point there. I feel like rookie rookie contracts could be should be longer because of that because it's just like the way rookies are coming in right now after that that one and done year, like they they're not all the way ready. Right, like, it takes them a long time because they don't even have all the fundamentals down, and then and I feel like it really takes like. Four years, five years, but all right, cool. Yeah. You know what we have now. <laughs> I mean, look at, uh, I mean, just look at the, the Malik Monk trade rumors. You know, you have mm-hmm. a guy like Malik Monk on the trading block. DSJ is looking like he's going to be on his third team. These are both lottery picks. Yeah. I don't know how many lottery picks in the, over the last, like, five years or so in that top ten. Not even, maybe not even five years, maybe, like, seven or eight. How many panned out in, like, year six? You know what I mean? Right. 
<laughs> well, let's take a look. Well, let's take a look, shall we? That that's why uh, we have these things. Let's take a look. I I just think you know a lot of guys they see that opportunity to to come in and 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 uh you know make that money just make that money man you know build that brand and and get on the Instagram and start going in um and some guys just aren't ready so here here's Frank's draft right this is 2017 let's go through let's say top 15 or so so we got Fultz who's obviously coming into his own if he didn't get injured I think he'd probably be beasting from the jump I think he he would have been ready to roll from the beginning right um Lonzo what do you think about a lot? Coming on strong right now. Coming on now. Coming on now. It's like year, year three. Yeah. But c- certainly certainly not number two pick in the draft type coming on, but he's coming right. on. Yeah. He's coming on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely coming alive. I think Lonzo, at the very worst, he'll be a solid, solid uh, floor general for, for years to come. Jason Tatum, he's right there. He was ready. He was ready. Yeah. Josh Jackson washed. I think he's done mm-hmm. uh, for now. De'Aaron Fox, he's right, right. there. He's yeah. right there. Jonathan Isaac, before you got hurt, right there. Number six in the draft. Uh, we got marketing who could be on the trading block. He seems like yeah. he's falling out of favor with the Bulls. What do you think he's about a guy, that? Yeah, here's a guy I feel like he can he can still, like, there's something there. Like, he might have fallen out of favor with the Bulls, but I feel like there's something there with marketing. Yeah. Then you have Frank, who's obviously not living up to, to that, to number mm-hmm. the number eight billing. Yeah. Uh, DSJ not living up to it. That's number nine. He's again. He's looking to be on his third team in mm. three years. Shales. Yeah. All right. Zach Collins, who's down there in uh, Portland. He's. I believe he's still hurt right now. I haven't seen much of him. Malik Monk, number eleven. He could be on the trade block. He was a one and done player. Yeah. He was a one and done guy. Uh, Luke Kennard coming out of Duke. I'm not sure how many years he came out, but uh, he's he's doing fairly steady with Detroit. You got the Spider. Obviously, he was the steal of the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that. At 13, you got Bam. So yeah, now, Bam. now Bam, this is his third year. Yeah. This is his third year. Bam was Bam out of bio, out of my, taken by Miami, out of Kentucky. Was a one and done player. Got picked 14th in the draft. Right and, on time in that third year. Right. Okay. And, he, and he's coming on strong. Number fifteen of Portland, Justin Jackson out of UNC. He's now with Dallas. He's in now. He's already on his second team, JLs, mm-hmm. with Dallas, and he doesn't look like anything special. Like looks like he's he's, he's going to be like a role player. Yeah. So, you know th- those those are just you know the fifteen from from that twenty seventeen draft. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, man. And um. Dan from Long Island was the one who, who was mentioning that, and, and he joins us now. So, um, Dan, what's going on? Dan was the one the JLs that made the point about um, some of the older guys just having noticed that you know the, the younger younger draft prospects yeah. don't just don't seem to be ready. Yeah, they're taking longer. They're definitely taking longer. Dan, what's up? Yo, what's good, guys? Thanks for having me, man. How you feeling, bro? Right. Um, listen, first of all, um, looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, man. Um, Sunday should be and, fun. And man. Listen, Oh, it's going to be great. And thanks for doing that whole thing, CT, because I'm telling you, man, like I said, I, I don't mean to be the chief promoter here, but I go to a lot of nicknames for what's being offered and for the seats I have. That's a good price. So, I, I, you know, you did a good job with that. Appreciate so it. Thanks for serving that up to the public. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Bro. Um, listen, real quick. Real quick, uh, first of all, JL's congratulations to you. Your boy Dot went berserko tonight. Oh, yeah, man. Um, I know you, you love Dot, man. And, and sometimes when I watch Dot, you know, during the season, you know, last three games, he's been great. But sometimes I watch him, I said, man, this guy's like a ninth, 
you're a nice guy. You're a nice guy off the, on the, off the, off the bench. Nah, man, guy. I see it. But, hey, I man, see it. You, oh, no, no, no. I give you credit. <laughs> I give you credit. I give you credit. But listen, just a, a couple of things real, real quick. One, it's a knockout, okay? Ari's the winner. It's, it's over, okay? Randall tonight, I, I know what you guys are saying about the three blocks, and he was important early in the game. But again, man, when it matters, my man is is just a whirling dervish, out of control, spinning, going crazy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, in big spots. So like, you know, and I and JLs, you hit it before, man. He gets paid. He he is for, for better or for worse. He's the centerpiece, man. And when he plays like that, it just it just drives me nuts, you know. So, you know. To Ari, you know, listen, I was back and forth. I've been on the fence about this cat the whole time. But, man, Serge, you lose. Ari, you win. <laughs> um, and, and then the, the, the other thing I want to say is I, I, I've been anti-monk since I first heard it. And how about tonight? Monk goes for 31 in Paris. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah we were Monk just talking about it. Again. Yeah, so he goes crazy tonight. So that's interesting. And then the other thing is, again, I'm the old guy here. But let me just say, you know, the other trade that was a little bit before, don't forget trading Mason for Larry Johnson was, was also, yeah. you know, like oh, yeah. Dave Checkett made a bunch of trades there that kept that Nick, that kept that Nick team, you know, good through the 90s. Because, again, yeah, you know, getting yeah. Larry Johnson, he had the bad back. You signed Allen Houston, right, off of free, off from, the, from the Pistons. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the two other deals you talked about, Canby, who people thought, ah, you know, is he really worth the deal? And then, of course, you know, bringing Spree in. And that was, you know, to the younger people out there, that was a very controversial trade, not just Big. because Starks was beloved because he was getting long in the tooth. Yeah. But remember, him choking PJ, that was a big deal. Everyone was like, yeah. yo, he's going to he's gonna big problems here. Yeah. He's not going to get along with Houston, who's malmanded. You remember the whole yeah. thing. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I, he, you know, check it. And I got to say, back then, every deal he made, I was against. So just, and they all work. So just shows you how much I know about basketball compared to the <laughs> But, you, you know, but anyway, listen, guys, tonight was very frustrating because even though it's the NBA and things have changed and you're never out of a game, you got to be able to manage a game. And tonight demonstrates, really demonstrates why, you know, uh, we need to have point guard play because we, we go up, yeah. you know, 13 points. And I'm not saying, of course, it's early in the, in the first quarter. I'm not saying you have to match the whole game, but th- that lead evaporates so quick because we just can't, you know, we just can't slow things down. Like, you know, Toronto wants to run. We want to run with them. Why? why, why? Just, it, you know, just defend. That was what's working. And, again, we, that lack of leadership on the court, we really need a, 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 a true leader, a point guard who can lead us. Yeah, you know. Hopefully, we find them. Anyway, guys, thanks for taking the call. Appreciate hey, JLs, it. you going to be there Sunday? Nah, I'm not going. Yeah, I'll be there Sunday. Yeah, JLs won't be there Sunday, but I'll be there Sunday. And and for everybody who uh, got their tickets, we're meeting at three o'clock. Dan, I I'm, I think I hope you got the notification. We're meeting at three o'clock for, for yeah, pregame. Yeah, you know, I'm going to be I'm going to be with my kids though, so I, can't, okay. I don't know if I can bring them to the bar. So I'll probably yeah. get to meet you out in front with everybody else at the, at the will call. That's Listen, fine. That's I look fine. forward to meeting you in person and. It, it should be a fun. It should be a fun day. All right. Looking forward to it, man. See you, bro. See you, Dan. All right. Yeah, Dan. One. Dan wanted to kill Julius, but he's he's right, man. Listen, when it when it when push comes to shove and you get to crunch time, JL is 
this is why you have the world champs out there, and this is why mm-hmm. we're, we're still trying to figure it out. You know, we, we don't have that leadership. Well, I mean, just look at the roster composition, man. We just don't have it. No, we don't. You we know, don't. We, we don't have it. The game was there. The game was there for us, and they executed down the stretch, and we didn't. Yeah, I'm not saying Julius Randle is perfect. He's not a perfect player. He's yeah. far from perfect, but I'm just saying – it's, 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 it's like extreme. It's like it's, it's too. It's extremes with Knicks fans. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. It's like, oh, you either trash <laughs> or you're like God's second coming. Like, there's no in between. Listen, man. That's, what, that's all I'm saying. Like, Julius Randle is not trash. You don't He's get the, you don't get the benefit Duncan of the either. doubt when this team has been losing game after game. Just, yeah, yo. Just you just can't have it, man. Yeah, it's gotta be earned. Like, yeah, and and, and, and to, let's be real. 18 million. Isn't like franchise player money either. Yeah. It's like a decent it's true. contract. It's true, but you still are the guy. Yeah. You still I get are it. the guy, man. Um, shout out Michael Parker. He said just two separate super chats, JLS. He says on the first one he says you already know. And the second one it says trade Kevin Knox. So, <laughs> salute to salute to Michael Parker. Yeah, Michael was in is getting he's funny, man. Getting, he's he's a funny dude. Creative with these super chats. Yeah, man. man. Then we got uh Eric Booker. Shout out Eric Booker. I saw him uh outside MSG after the Lakey game. He's gonna be there Sunday as well. So Eric will see you there. Appreciate the super chat. And uh CP the artist sends us a super chat as well. So we, we definitely appreciate everybody's support. And uh once again, man, yeah, the, all the super chats come back into the channel, allows us to pay bills, continue to support us, keep us as, as a going entity here. And uh if you weren't able to send us a super chat through YouTube, you can send us through PayPal or Venmo mm-hmm. Cash App using the links below. So we definitely appreciate everybody facts, facts, uh, facts. Uh, sparing that change for us to keep this thing running. A couple more things before we wrap up, Jay Ellis. Um, Buddy Heald got benched today. Mm. Buddy Heald got benched today for uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Some ballsy coach wrong. right there, there, boy. That Good would never... I mean, Whoop. shit. The, the Kings have lost 15 of 18, Jalis. I think uh, desperate times are called for desperate measures. Uh, hello. Uh, you, well, hey, wait, wait. Are you trying to tell? Are you trying to? Are you trying to sell me on shaking up the lineup with a losing record? Do you know we are we the Knicks? Right? Yeah, right, right. We just we came had from four there. wins in December. You we, we, we just came from there, man. We are there. We are there. Yeah, Not just came right. from there, but and yeah. we still have the same start. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. All right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, you know, we'll, we'll see, man. I mean, Buddy's been pretty uh, disheartened with the Kings this season in terms of his play. He just signed that. He just read up on the deal. Just read up. You know, uh, shooting, I believe, 36% from three. I think his three-point numbers have dipped a little bit. Yeah, 36. So he's average now. Yeah, 36 is the average now. Still above average or, or close to average, right? Yeah, 36 is usually average. Above is usually 40%. 40. Which is where he usually is. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess he... It's, yeah, so we'll see, man. So yeah, he's he's on the bench, but as the trade deadline approaches, who who knows? Who knows? Because it looks like Sacramento's going nowhere fast right now. They they're looking for and answers. Uh, we we're we're in desperate need of shooting. I think you know, based on my research and not having watched a lot of Kings games this year, I think a lot of the complaints about Buddy's number one is defense. And number two, it it seems like they had given him a much uh, more expanded role, especially when De'Aaron Fox went out in terms of being a playmaker, being a ball handler, um, being right. being a, a, a supporting point guard, I guess you could say. And, and he hasn't really done that as well. So 
Seems like Buddy has fallen in favor and is now being relegated to six man duties. So, Woo. We'll see see how that works. That's interesting because he was like a big part of the the Marcus Cousins trade. Yeah, they really pulled for him during that trade, so he could be the man. So to have him coming off the bench after giving him what ninety million. Yeah. Woo. Uh, let, let's see what the deal is. Buddy Heel got he got um, right now he's only making what two million. Right, because that that deal was a contract extension, but he signed the deal for uh, four years, hundred and six. Hundred and six. Four years, hundred and six. Not ninety. My bad. One hundred and six. Yeah. All right. Four years, hundred and six. So he's getting four million this year, and then it's going up to. I gotta, I gotta look six. I'm not sure if I'm reading this right. Based, I'm on Sport Track right now. But anyway, yeah, four, four. Year hundred and six million dollar deal, um, for for Buddy Heald. So, yeah, I don't know. Mm. that's great. Yeah, awesome. something to think about. Something to think. Obviously, there's no rumors there, but just something, something to think about. Something. something I'm trying to still Bogdanovich if anything, man. I would too. I would too. But that that's gonna come free agency because now, unless we're we're gonna try to give him a lot of assets, right? You gotta hope you you maybe you poison pill his deal and try to get him as oh absolutely free agent. Absolutely. They already they already uh. They have to move somebody to keep him at this point, I would think. Yeah. To try to keep, um, if they're trying to keep the Aaron Fox and they already gave Buddy the, the money, how much money do they have for Bogdan? I don't think they'll have that much left. So it might be somebody to steal away in the summer. Who knows? Who knows? I'll see, or see maybe we just keep Dot and Dot just ends up killing it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe you just keep Dot. <laughs> maybe we just give Dot minutes. That's it, man. Uh, Jose from Tampa wants to talk trades. Jose, what are you thinking, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, bro. What's going on? Hey, uh, so listen, I mean, I was been thinking about like our our window to develop these players, uh, more specifically, specifically, um, like RJ Barrett. We like we had three years before he we have to make a decision whether you know we are. Uh, uh, well, we have to pay him because I think in four years he will he will be we will be looking at whether he takes his uh, qualifying offer or or, or he de- declines that and becomes free agent. Mm-hmm. But my point my point is that you know we have a window here to develop players before we might have to like commit to R.J. Barrett, uh, which is our, our is probably the, our future. I believe he is. Mm-hmm. But you know we need continuity in this in this team that we we, we I think we're lacking on point guard a point guard that can make this team function well so we can develop the players it will help a lot mm-hmm. to develop the players if we had a point guard now obviously you know there the easier said than done you know but there's a couple of guys that I have uh, that I've written down that I wanted to give your opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are guys that I think we could get them for maybe like 13, 14 million a year, which it will be a dent on the cap, but it would not prevent us from getting a, a big time in addition to that, a, a, a good player. Okay. So guys like Gordon Dragic, Jeff George, I mean, I'm sorry, Jeff Teague. Yeah, T just got traded to the uh, yeah. uh he's off. Hello? Yeah, we're here. So, you know, guys like 
guys like these veterans that have been that, that can still give us a, a maybe three more years and can be mentored to and you know we can, we probably will end up drafting a point guard but still or, or we might not we might we might lock out I, I, I like I like Edwards yeah I think he's gonna be a stud but even if we if we get Edwards or if we get Cole Anthony we will still benefit from having a, a good point guard. And these are guys that can knock, knock down the, shot, the outside shot. And another guy that I also uh, am interested in, Eric Gordon. He is oh, cool. not a true point guard, but he's a great shooter. So, yeah, you know, I mean, we, yeah we, we definitely need shooting. I appreciate the call. We definitely need the shooting. Uh, I think his point overall, JL, is that we, you know, we, we got to be able to maximize uh, – uh, you know, RJ's time here and really build a proper yeah. team around him, right? Um, he has yeah. four years here. We definitely want him to stay for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think the point is, as he said, RJ is one piece that we just got. Yeah, you know, The whole team's not going to be made over in one year. So we have to continue to build complementary pieces around him. As shooters. As shooters. Uh, I think that, that's a scoring uh, point guard. Um, I think definitely, need, obviously, you need to be spacing the floor if you're going to have RJ out there as one of your playmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragic, I don't see how he slips away from Miami the way they're running, but no, I don't know, see stranger things have happened. Eric Gordon, either. I don't see the Rockets uh, unless they just completely um, destroy and rebuild after this year, which is to- totally possible, right? Maybe they do destroy and rebuild and start selling. If Brody and the beard can get it. Max Glenn, Max uh, Van Vliet. Oh, Fred Van Vliet? You want Van Vliet? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? You want Van Vliet? You guys want Van Vliet in the chat? What do you guys think? Max Van Vliet. Van Vliet's a good player, but I don't know. I saw somebody, I thought saw Jonathan Wasserman posing the question like, if we want uh, Van Fleet on a max deal, like, get out of here, man. You're on drugs. (laughs) Now you're on drugs. Like, I respect (laughs) your work, but. Nah, now you're just work. flat out yeah. bugging, you know. Exactly, because we need that money for Dotson. Yeah, we need that money for Dotson, man. We need that money for Dotson. <laughs> uh, in other news, Jay Ellis, it looks like the Knicks are getting a revamp and a makeover, man. Did you hear this? Uh, Bloomberg oh, yeah. is reporting that uh, the commissioner, Steve Stout, and his translation marketing group have been hired by the Knicks to give them a makeover, Jay Ellis. Oh, snap. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Does that mean New Jerseys? Does that mean uh, uh, the black jerseys? Maybe the black jerseys. Yeah, black orange. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know, but any court, court, court remaking, court, court. Oh, I hope not. Don't, don't go. Don't give us that corny uh, net stuff, man. Leave it it how it is, JLs. Leave it how it is. You know, my take on it is this: winning cures all, man. We need to win, plain and simple. All that other stuff is cool. Like I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't mind. You know, bring back some throwbacks. We the Knicks have had so many nice jerseys over the years like let, let them rock bring those back bring back the 98 jerseys the 97 98 jerseys absolutely you know, you know yeah you know what i think i think i think they should do they should uh have our post game show be live on msg i think that would be a good look <laughs> next post came live you know Ooh. commissioner holla at your boys man we're holla in the book boy. hey stop, man. Stouts forward thinking man Think forward over here. <laughs> yeah, that that's it. You know, so so yeah, so they're gonna be hired to bring to be brought on. It was interesting because the article says that um, they're interested in separating 
the Knicks brand from Dolan. And my thing, JL, is how do you do that from strictly marketing? To me, it's about winning. Yeah, how do you separate the Knicks? How do you separate Dolan from the Knicks if they're not winning any That's games? I don't see that. I don't see that because the two are tied at the hip until they win. When Knicks tape was running around with 54 wins, JLs, in that 2012 season, what? when were we ever talking about Jim Dolan? Ever. He wasn't. That whole year. Well, yeah, exactly. You, exactly. Didn't, you didn't hear peep about him. Yeah, you know what? First things first, he has to stop uh, kicking fans out. <laughs> well, he, well, yeah, that could be part of it. That, that could be part of it, man. Uh, so, yeah, listen, it's interesting to see where they go with it. Um, people took umbrage with Steve Stout's quote where he said, he basically said, um, winning cures a lot of problems. He says, great marketing and exciting entertainment cure all problems. The brand has to be strong regardless of the final score. When people are hopeful that things are going to be better, it brings excitement. All of a sudden, that becomes the brand. Yeah. BS, BS, BS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't see, see two things. Number one, the Garden's going to sell out regardless. And the Garden has been selling out before Steve Stout got here. It's going to be selling out after he got here because it just is a thing to do. Going to the Nick game is a thing to do. They're always going to sell out and always going to be making money. Again, I don't see how they're going to bring uh, the disheartened fans back to the table just through some like cool marketing schemes or you know partnerships that they may have. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? not gonna work at all. But at I the mean, end of the day, what else would you want him to say? He got the job. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know what? I'm gonna let him have it because if I got the job, I'll probably be shoveling this. Listen, <laughs> if, if if they're cutting you the check to give him a, a makeover, of course that's what you're gonna say. You know what I mean? They're paying you to do the job. So I I can't take, you know, that much offense to his comment. But we just know that winning is going to be the ultimate cure. We know that as the I can't believe he suggested that we should separate James Dolan from the Knicks. And they was like, all right, I'll hire you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing, man. So we'll, we'll see how that all plays out. What do you guys think in the chat about that? Leave us a comment. Uh, in the chat and let us know your thoughts on it. All right. Um, final call of the night, JLs. Uh, wait a minute. Um, we just heard from this guy, JLs. His name is Sergio from New Jersey. He he's calling back. He's a he he two time back. Sergio, what's going he's on, man? He's I, drinking I, it. What's I, happening? I, I, I thought Yo, you, I'm uh, I'm I'm, you I'm for that smoke, bro. I'm for that smoke. <laughs> Yo, you know, cats in the chat talking smack, bro. But yo, I want to clarify my position here, right? The other day when JL said to me, yo, Serge, you know, you don't duck no smoke, right? I said, I, I said what I said. I hung up. I went to go chill with my lady. The next day I watched the show and your man snuck through the back door at the end of the show and started, and started mentioning my name. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Day, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I'm like, what's up with that, bro? You know what? You know, I, I'm, I, Call early, like yo, what's good? Yo, your man sneaks in the back door and then tries to throw jabs when he ch- he looked at the chat and he saw that I wasn't there. He saw the coach was clear. And he was like, "All right," you know what I'm no, saying. But let yeah. me clarify my position on my nephew. Okay. Right, I'm not a follower. When the followers say he's trash, I know he's not trash. I'm gonna say he ain't trash. You know what I'm saying? When I say he's gonna be a star player, did I say he's gonna be Jordan or number one option? I never said that. You know what I'm saying? 
Is Julius a number two or number three option on a really good team? I believe he's that. And I believe the number two or three option on a team is a star player. Am I right or wrong? Right or wrong? The second or third player on, on a good team, it, it should be a star player. Am I right? You would, you would hope so. You know what, yeah. what I don't understand is, what I don't understand is, you know, I'm told, I'm told that, yo, the stats don't lie. And all I'm saying is, every month that's gone by, the stats have gone up and he's gotten better. Of course he makes mistakes. He's not a number one option. Okay. We all know that when the double team comes, he's going to turn it over. This is something we all know, bro. <laughs> but everybody that's going to say, yo, he's trash for $18 million a year to say that this guy is trash, I'm always going to stand against it. You okay. know what I'm saying? So I don't know how, you know, he's got the KO and all that nonsense. Dude, it's nonsense, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not saying Michael Jordan. I'm not saying he's Michael Jordan. I'm saying he's not trash. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be a really good player when he figures it out. You know, and I got the rest of the season to back when he, at the end of the season, when he's asking 20 and 10, you know what I'm saying? Right or wrong, you'll see. Have there been plenty of moments this year where he has dominated? He, I wouldn't say play him on, but he's, 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 he's had some games. He's had some games, sir. We're going we gonna to cut the call from there, man. Appreciate the call, Serge. Appreciate the call. I mean, tonight wasn't on Randall, JLs. I'm, I'm not going to put it all on Randall tonight. No, it wasn't yeah. all on Randall. It was, it was yeah. a team scheme thing, three-point. It was, it was a bunch of things, man. Yeah, Randall it was had a bunch a, of things. It was a bunch of a, things. Had a decent game. Yeah. And the turnover at the end hurt us. Yeah. A, a, lot, I, a lot of the end hurt us. It wasn't just a turnover. That yeah. turnover plus Bobby, Bobby Portis plus Dotson, even Siakam open with Marcus. It was a bunch of things. Listen, right, Raptors just took it. We just could not close the door. And seize that momentum and give credit, man. These are the world champs. Give him credit. I think Serge is cold. He really wants to smoke with Ari. I, I think Ari's gonna listen to this on the replay. He's gonna DM me on Instagram. He's gonna be pissed. <laughs> and then the next, not Sunday, because I'm gonna be at the garden, but the game after that, I think That's Battle of the Fans round three yeah. might go down. So yeah, if you're watching down. out there, you may want to tune in for that because it's, I think it's happening. I, I, we have no choice oh, but, but to man. give people what they want. And uh, and just let let this thing you know get hashed out once and for all, Jails. Oh man, yeah, yeah, Michael Parker. If you haven't noticed the big yellow super chats, he says, "Bring in the ball, brothers." <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> now, but yeah, that was another thing. Lavar saying, uh, "What would he say? Bring Mark Jackson in with Lamelo, Lonzo, and Leangelo to the yep. garden, all together now." You know oh what? man, kill me, kill uh. me, kill me. Man. <laughs> You're not ready? Nah, I'm not ready for that, Jails. Oh, my, my, my pacemaker's already worn out with, from Alfred Payton. <laughs> Payton. Between Payton, oh, Randall, Portis. I need a new pacemaker, Jails. I got to no, no, tune no. mine up, man. Oh, man. You got to talk about now the Ball Brothers. and Nah, man. That would be a nightmare, bro. Nightmare. Nightmare. Can't miss TV, that's for sure. Can't oh, miss. My God. You think, oh, man, we have something to talk about every night. Nice yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. Win or lose. <laughs> All, right, bro. All right, let's get out of here, man. Alright man. Oh man. Alright. So yo, shout out to everybody who's watching. Watching tonight with your boy uh CP and JLS. Uh definitely check out the latest episode of the Nigga Time Show on YouTube right now. Give that a listen. Uh if you have not known, you can also check the newest episodes of the Nigga Time Show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. And also you can Check out the nickatimeshow.com for nickatime merch. Just like this nigga, my, my mentality shit right here. Or hold up the 
RJT I got on right now. Nice. That. Dope. Yeah, yeah. Cop that on the on the on the nickatimeshow.com as well. And also check out the blogs there as well if you want to too. Follow me on social media. You see the little little card in the corner. The KOT show on Twitter. The Nick of Time show on Instagram. And on Facebook. That is all. Back to you, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, JLs. And uh salute to everybody who's watching us, man. Nick's lose a tough one. Once again, 118 to 112. Hey, it was a hard fought effort. Just couldn't couldn't take that game in the end when it was there to be taken. But Give credit where credit is due. The world champs came in and, and they did what they had to do. Uh, remember, this show is available in audio podcast format, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, and Stitcher, all on the Knicks Fan TV. The links will be in the description. The conversation is always happening even after the show. We have a private Twitter DM group. We have a Discord chat. The links are in the video description. To get in on the Twitter group, just share this video on Twitter. With the hashtag PostGameNYK And we'll throw you into our private DM group The Discord link is in the video description as well And the mods will put that in there as well Please continue to support us with your Super Chats Purchase merchandise uh, Anything that you can do to support us will be greatly appreciated And like I said, one of the biggest ways to do so Is uh, subscribe to the channel, it's free to do so Hit that notification bell. Hit that thumbs up as soon as you get in or before you leave. Hit that thumbs mm-hmm. up for your boys and sharing these videos. Those three things will help us get to the next level. And uh, like I said, you do you, your part. We'll do our part. And uh, yeah, man. Salute to everybody that was in here. We got uh, May 4th. All the mods. Appreciate the help. Dave, TN, everybody. Um, Pranav, thanks for coming through. Apple Fanboy, thanks for coming through. Pal. Peace to power out there on the West Coast. What's going on? Mr. Right. Chuck, what's going on? Uh, JL, so you want to shout out, man? Yeah, Pocket Rockets, Ricardo Custer, RT Alexander, Craig Williams, Enzo954, Steve Rodriguez, Dot Hidden Threes. I see you. I see you, though. And yeah, everybody else who came in. Yes, I was sir. calling, even because I was just like, I was calling. Michael Parker, shout out to you for Super Chats as well. And Hinton Murphy. Yes, sir. Salute to everybody. Um, somebody asked about Ivan Rob. Yeah, he was waived, but then they brought him back for Westchester. So Ivan Rob is back for the team. I wouldn't expect much uh, going on there, but yeah, that is it. So yeah, see you guys Sunday live from MSG Knicks versus Nets. See you guys there at the Garden or on the live stream. Peace. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.